0: Welcome to Perspectives, a podcast by Essence Learning, LLC, and a place where leaders learn from leaders. Let's join today's episode. Hello, and welcome to the Essence Learning Perspective podcast, where we bring you advice, tips, and education for leaders by leaders. I'm so excited today because this podcast is going to be featuring our Essence Learning staff and I'm excited to talk about the subject, Leading by Influence to Make an Impact. So joining us for our podcast today, of course, we have co-hosting with me, Dr. Jeannie Murphy. Dr. Murphy, how are you today? Super fantastic.
1: How are you? I am
0: doing great. It's always good to see your smiling face. Thank you. Same here. Yes. And then also joining us as a guest to talk about this subject, we have our Liz, CEO, Valerie Wilson. Valerie, how are you? I'm doing
2: good, Kiki. Hi, Jeannie. Good evening. So,
0: great, yes, and so our subject today, we're going to be talking about an article that was released in our Perspectives newsletter titled, Leading My Influence to Make an Impact, written by one of our SS Learning staff members, Mindy Spiegel. Um, and We hope, as listeners, you have a chance to read our perspectives newsletter. If you don't, you can always sign up to get that at essencelearning.net. There's some great articles out there to help you with your leadership skills. Right, girls? Amazing. That's a great article. All right, so let's get into it, and let's talk about um, leading by influence. So with that article, we discovered really how to transform leaders into influencers. We're grateful to have Valerie here today because of course, Essence Learning has a great training series called The Power of Influence, which directly ties into how you make an impact. So we're gonna be talking about the ability to affect behaviors and beliefs while providing listeners with empowering tools to help influence the lives of others, right? So um, I'm gonna turn it over to Jeannie because I know Jeannie has a great first question to ask you in regards to this subject. Well, thank you kindly, thank you.
1: We, we have a lot of questions to ask, of course. But before I actually lean in to ask questions specific about the article, I just want you to share with us. What is one specific aha that you have learned over the years in
2: your role as a leader? Well, as it relates to influence, I mean, there's a lot of aha's and you know, I've been leading for a long, long time. I won't tell the age, right? But when you start to think about what is the greatest impact uh, of being a leader. It really is influence in, in, in all sincerity. Because if you don't have influence, you're not really able to help people to change the way they think, to change the way they behave, to kind of you know, um, have an alternative perspective, right? This is what this is all about. So, influence helps. You know, if you think about the power of a leader to be able to influence someone's character or behaviors or the way that they think, that's pretty powerful. And so when we think about that as our responsibility as a leader, that to me, when that consciousness came that I have that impact on someone, that became uh, probably one of the greatest points of my life as a leader. While I have the impact, I mean the power to impact someone's life. And I need to take that intentionally and be purposeful about it. So that's where my shift became from being just a manager to a leader.
1: Thank you for sharing. Yeah. You know, I think we all have had our aha moments, and it's so amazing to hear your story. Yeah. For you to just to give us a little bit of insight on just your journey and how you have come to where you are today. So we appreciate that, mm-hmm. and we thank you sincerely just for being authentic and showing up for this podcast and this event, and to share with everyone across the world. You know, the aha moment yeah. of the influence and the power and the impact. Um, just very genuine, yeah, and thank you so thanks. much
2: for sharing that. Uh, you know, when you think about uh, Jimmy and when you think about uh, Kiki, when you think about when, when did you really start to think about, when did I start influencing? When did I learn about influence? I, I thought back to uh, my mom, and she used to always say, hey, you know, your brother's watching you. I was 10 years old, he's watching what you're doing. He's going to, you know, he's influencing. You'll influence the way that he thinks and the way that he behaves. And so, as I became a leader, I didn't, if that didn't check in right then, attend that I had the power of influence. But when I became a leader, I that started to say, when did I start to understand influence? And then I understood that everybody has influence. You have influence. You have everybody has influence. It's when we check into it and become conscious about it that it has its power. So you know, if you think about when did you. When did, when did you start influencing people around you? You know, your neighbors, your community, your co-workers, your boss, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so as we all have that power to influence someone. Um, That's so you true. gotta take responsibility for it, though. So That's, true. Yeah. I, like, I like the point, and Kiki, you
1: may wanna step in and share, but I like the point that you just shared about checking in. Mm-hmm and often in leadership roles we may check in or we may check out and in some instances we wait we may intentionally check out because the culture within the organization or the situation just Mm -hmm. may be too much for us to handle and so speaking of just checking in and checking out Kiki I would be remiss if I didn't ask for your experience with one opportunity where you had to check in and then check out.
0: You know that's a really good question. And me being very new to leadership and being new to executive leadership, I think I have learned through my journey um, what the definition of check-in and check-out is, right? And especially checking in when you're seen as an influential leader to others. How do you check in with those that you're leading to ensure that you're doing the right thing and you're making an impact through your influence and the words that you're saying and the power of what you're doing um, from a strategic standpoint. How does that play a part with checking in? And then, you know, having to check out by also providing some trust to those so that they can carry forward and do that too. So I very much have learned that, you know, leaning in towards that tension, checking out, making sure that there's trust and respect there so that you do have the capabilities to check out. Because I think we sometimes become overworked and tired by trying so hard to make an influence with others? Yeah, I don't
2: know. To be honest, if you have, um, if if you can check out, you know, if you're really committed to the leadership role and you have to find that way to connect yourself back, you know, when you find that things are burdening you or that you're having trouble, then you need to connect with someone that has an influence over you. So you know, we want to make sure that we stay connected. So if, if in fact you feel like I'm having a rough time staying connected or checking in, then you know you know you need to go who can influence you, who yes. can help your mindset. Right. Well. we have to stay connected with one another. Yes. So when those times come, we don't really have a choice. If you have people watching you and you have people who are really depending upon you as a leader, and you're in front, yeah. you really don't have that that option, right? to, yeah. to check in and check out. So we have to be able to connect with one another and develop that mutual respect for each other and be able to um you know say i you have an impact on me here's where i am that transparency you talked about we have to be able to do that as leaders otherwise uh you know we've got to be responsible for those folks who we are actually accountable for for leading and that's the other thing that we have to take ownership and responsibility for that so it takes courage and strength and and all of those things, but that's that's where that connection comes from, us connecting with one another. You know, one of the things I like to bring up about leadership uh, and being influential is I think that one of the things that we wanna think about is we want to make sure that we've got permission to lead, right, we wanna make sure that the people that we're influencing, that we think we're influencing, that we want to influence, that they really want to be influenced by us. As otherwise, if you don't seek permission, you're gonna be viewed as nosy. You know, who asked you, what was your opinion? Even though I can look and say, oh, I have something to add to the situation. I think that I can influence the results of the behavior. You know, nobody asked you, I'm not prepared for it. So even in your leadership, one of the things you wanna know is you wanna take, like recognize that you have that power, that that responsibility and own it. But then you wanna make sure that you're connecting with people so that you can stay strong within your stance Yeah. and then you want to ask permission to lead. You know, we talk about managers and leaders and all of that, you know, they have the authority, but how many of us have worked for someone who has authority of them like, oh, you say what you want to say. Right. right. Do what you want to do. But that's it not, the, title. Yeah. It the title. So they have the authority to be your boss or your manager or your leader, but yet it's still that they don't have, if you haven't given them permission to lead you to tap into your 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 uh your your skills, or tap into your development, or tap into your your mindset. You won't follow them. So, so influence true. also. You know we have to say, hey, I want to sit down and talk with you. Here's where I here's where I think I can help. Here's where I need your help. Build that relationship because if you don't have that, you really aren't influencing anyone. You're just really being authoritative or dictating Mm -hmm. something, so. Yeah, that's a really
0: good point because I think there's a thin line between influence, right, and then people seeing it as holding power over others, and that makes people very resistant. Absolutely. What advice would you give to leaders out there who have someone on their team that maybe is resistant to change or resistance to that influence because they're set in some
2: traditional ways of thinking? Great question. Great question, yeah. One of the things that I would recommend first before you try to uh, 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 talk to someone about their resistance is really check yourself. Um, first, kind of understand yourself and what you have to offer and why are they resisting That um, from you or anyone around them So the idea that when you come to someone who's in a resistance you come to them with here's here's how I can help Here's where I can't help But here's where I show that I can influence the results or I can influence the way that things are happening for you I could be a coach your mentor whatever, whatever way that you want to influence them but you want to make sure that you can be there 100% because that checking in, checking out thing we talked about a little earlier, it doesn't work for somebody who's already resistant. So once they've decided, you know what, I, I know who you are and, and I have been transparent, then I have to know what my realm of influence is. I can't influence everything about that person and so they may be resisting something that I can't, I don't have an influence over. So I need to know myself and I need to know what realm of influence I have. And again, I have to ask for permission. Here's, here's how I want to support. Here's where I need your support. How do we build a relationship around that? So that resistance doesn't, you don't attack the resistance as much as you try to build a relationship. You talked about trust keeping. Mm-hmm. You talked about um, identifying where we, where we connect. You know? And so that's, that's where you start. Mm-hmm. And then the resistance starts to go down, the barriers that um, you start to attack those barriers that are there because they may not hear you, trust you, or understand you. Um, so it's, it starts with you, yeah. you know, it right. starts with understanding what you could do, mm-hmm. starts understanding the realm of influence that you have, and then it starts to, hey, tell me about those, you know, here's where I think I can help, do I have your permission? And then once that starts, those barriers will go down, they aren't resisting anymore to you, and then together you guys can decide how to come over, overcome the change that needs to happen, you know.
1: I I agree, and I would like to pivot if I may. We have had some interesting feedback from our Essence followers on the article. Great questions, and there are a few questions that I want to share with you two ladies this evening. Um, Great segue into um, checking in, checking out, knowing that we need to show up. Um, I'm just kind of summarizing some of the points and making sure that we're asking permission. So with that question, um, or with that comment, I would like to ask the question, what are some ways that leaders can inspire in the workplace? Because we're talking about you know, asking permission. And I think it's really easy for us to talk today. We work together. We are in a workplace session, although we are now doing this podcast. So in the workplace, it may be difficult at times because you have various layers of leadership. You may not feel 100% comfortable mm-hmm. going to your leader who has the title to say, you didn't get my permission to leave." Mm-hmm. Or I don't want to give you permission to mm-hmm, leave me, mm-hmm. you know. So if there's anything that we can maybe talk about, just a few moments on that level, I think that may share a different perspective for those listening today. So are
2: you asking how, as a leader, um, we inspire others yeah. to follow us? Or Are you asking? Uh, okay. Well, you know, the, the the one of the things that as I uh, was com- you know going through uh, the thought process here, what is it is to be an influencer? Um, I started to think, who influenced me? Mm -hmm. Um, And so I didn't have a coach at at any time in my career. I never had a mentor, you know, just didn't have that uh, coming up. So one of the things that kind of hit home for me was I had to be my own inspiration, right? I had to, to be that leader that others would follow. I had to be the leader that I would follow. So what were the characteristics of that? Uh, what were the the what would I what would inspire me and those are the characteristics or the skills and the, the knowledge that I sought after to make to develop myself to become a better leader because I wanted to make sure that if You know, I don't want to follow you. How, how do I overcome that? How do I become that leader that I wouldn't hear that? Um so um, There were times um, where particularly as I was coming up that I found leaders who I, I I like their approach, mm-hmm. you know, I, I like their, their skills, the, 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 the way that they spoke, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the way she that they motivated. So I picked and choose, she right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that if, as leaders coming up and we're trying to identify who we are and how we are as a leader, right. remind those characteristics uh, from, from the leaders that, that, that really you do like, yeah. that, you, that inspires you, and then take on those. Yeah. You know, yeah. some of those things you got to learn how to do. You got to be better at. You got to be more intentional and purposeful. I'll say that a thousand more times, I think. But that's really what I think our, um, our upcoming leaders really need to identify because there's no one person. You know, you're gonna take something from Kiki to take something from Jeannie, and I'm gonna take my own, and then I'm gonna be that leader that I want other that I would follow. Um, right. And that that keeps me, you know, keeps me inspired. So I look at others and I say that that I can, that I can adopt. You know, Mm -hmm. that's a style I like. Oh, I would enjoy if I could do that. Let me figure out how to be stronger in this area. Mm -hmm. And so I'm always looking for ways to learn and develop and to grow. And that's another tip I'd say, you know, you gotta always look for that. You know, how can I, be better. Mm-hmm. How can I grow? And don't rest in our laurels, right? Yeah, so right. I think yeah. that's I think that's part of, uh, in my opinion, one of the things that we've really got to do: learning, grow, obviously. But then seek uh, to be that leader that you would want to follow. Mm-hmm. Take yeah. on that role, you know.
0: Yeah, I I love when you say learn, develop, and grow because I feel like that's something that just does not end, right? We always have to work on learning and developing new skills, and as society changes, things in life change, and we always have to grow with that as well. Can you talk to us, speaking of learning and growing, I know we have a great class called The Power of Influence. Can you talk to the listeners today about that class? What are some of the things that they will
2: learn and develop and grow on with that course? A lot of the tips that we just talked about, you know, those tips are elaborated on. You know how, you know, when to to uh, some of the questions that Jean was just asking. How, as a leader, do I uh, grow in this space, and then how do I help others become an influential leader? Yeah. So it has that both of those components in it in, in terms of how do I become a more uh, effective leader, uh, more influential. And then how do I use that power for good, you know, mm-hmm, to make right. sure that I am that person that others want to follow? But then how do I help others in this space become influential? How do I help lead them into that so that they feel um, that they're growing as leaders? Right. And so again, um, I'm, I'm a certified uh, coach for, in, uh, through John Maxwell, and he has a, a course uh, about influence. And in that training, he says, A leader and influence are the same thing. You can't be a leader without influence, right? Right. So you could interchangeably use the word leader and influence in in the way that he was speaking. And the more I think about that, um, the more I think, well, what what are you if you're not an influencer? Great question. You know, you're not a leader. You know, if if, if you say I'm a leader and you're not an influencer, those you know, there's there's that gap that you've got. So I that part of power of influence helps you to bridge that gap to be to recognize yourself as an influence, take ownership of being an influencer, and then identify what are those things that I need to learn and grow in order to be more influential. Um so that people see me and respect that. And part of that is to Kiki's point, learning in this space as things change, right. I need to be relevant, right? So yes. you can't be, you know, talk about the good old days when we're trying to lead and influence people yeah. that are just coming into the workplace. Right, because so, so. it's definitely relevancy
0: yeah. is a, a huge part of that, right? Yeah, yeah. of yeah. continuing to grow as well. And I want to also ask um, Jeannie a question about who, what influences her as well, because you're very resilient, um, and being a doctor of scholastic and academy subjects, what really influences you as a leader um, being in different fields? Well, I'll tell you, it's not a one
1: point answer to share with you. I, I think for me and in my experience, um, I'm still growing as a leader. And to Valerie's point, I have to pull on the strength of the leaders around me to show up and ensure that I'm always on point to be the person that I would want to be led by. And I, I'll tell you, the influence comes from leaders that are respected and that I respect and so right. of course we have the essence of respect uh, <laughs> training <laughs> module. so followers no <laughs> to view the description on that training but I'll tell you honestly the respect is what keeps me mm. very disciplined mm-hmm. and, con- and conditioned to um, check my biases to make sure that I'm showing up authentically and when I don't know, to be honest, and say that's a great question, I don't know the answer. And I do that because no one wants to be um, perceived um, as you know being dishonest. Yeah. Right. And so the influence and the impact um, for those in my life are always showing up very authentic and transparent and just very honorable. And I've had many amazing leaders um, from family to friends to coworkers. So very diverse, different walks of life different age groups, and it's all about lifelong learning. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't stop, and you okay. mentioned that earlier. Right. And, and I want to learn and I want to, to really be that leader that can make a difference. So that's what we're talking about today is the influence to make an impact. And you know, there's an the old saying, when we uh, come to this earth and we leave this earth, you have your, yeah. your born date, right, and your end date, right. and the dash in between, what contribution have you offered to the world?
2: You know, to the space. You know, we want to show up to say, "I was here." You know, Keegan, Jean, that's a, a great point when you think about that dash. That's that dash, yeah, and leaving uh, the power of influence. That that once you leave, that dash really doesn't stop at that, because you've influenced people that are still here, and so your influence lives on. Yeah. So I think that's that's another powerful. So even though there's a dash between your birth and your and your and your death, that dash, if you left and you've influenced others, you, you live on. I think that's, that's huge. That's right. a good point. How about you, Kiki, what's influence?
0: I, I think, and I was gonna bring this up because you know we are women sitting at a table yes. right now, and influence and the way that we impact the world is huge right now, right? So being women, being women of color, Um, I think influence leads um, to that impact for younger generations. Mm -hmm. As more females of color move up into executive positions and to those positions of power, I always think about what is that impact that I wanna make for those younger generations? What do I wanna leave behind? What influence do I want them to take from how I'm leading where they can continue the legacy as well? Um, So I think that's, important also, and I look for characteristics for those leaders who look like me, who talk like me, who are out there in the world making a difference, and that really inspires me to really hone in on my leadership skills and to really portray that to those who I lead so that they are left with something to to follow around and carry. That's that's so true, I
1: like your point, and thank you for sharing, for those who are coming after you. I have learned recently, it's also including those who are in the space with me now and those who led the way. And for me to be able to show up as a leader and to be recognized as a leader by multiple generations, it's a lot to take in. Mm -hmm. It is an amazing experience for someone who has been in the business for, gosh, 50 plus years to pull you to the side to give you feedback, whether good, bad, or indifferent, because they see the leadership potential in you
2: or the leader that you're wanting to show up to be. So, that's awesome. Great point. Thank you for sharing that with us. The impact of, of influence. This is huge. Um, as we were thinking, as you were talking, both of you were talking, and you were bringing up uh, different ways and different places that we can influence, and we targeted some. You know, I'm targeting uh, a certain age group where I'm going to target a certain gender because I know that's my realm of influence. Mm-hmm. that's where mm-hmm. I can have the greatest impact and I think that's important for us to understand that that's intentional and purposeful. And you go where you can have the greatest impact so it's not always just allowing people to come and then you figure out where I can influence but where is, where is my greatest strength skill and where am I respected where do I have the greatest credibility where can I lead the best finding that space is huge so um, and then you could just you take off because you got the passion already, right? So now yeah. you you find your the passion and you get in there with the people. They're going to help generate and motivate you. So it just rebuilds and 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 seeds and grows. Uh, so I think the idea that that you brought that up, Kiki and and and, and Jeannie, that's awesome that you could say. I'm targeting uh, certain areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, if even in leadership, you don't always get to do that, right? Because you're going to have every walk. Um, particularly if you're in an organization, either nonprofit, nonprofit, profit profit, wherever you're working um, in the community, you're not gonna have that choice, right? To just target that one area. But I think if you do uh, target that one it helps you to understand influence better. It helps you to understand your power of influence. And then once you get that energy and that experience, that what I say to do influences others, when I connect with someone and they respect me, you just take that back to your workplace and that helps you to build better on and understand, you know, that I'm gonna grow here. I'm gonna learn how to uh, inspire and influence men. Right. I'm gonna learn how to inspire and influence my leader. I'm gonna exactly. manage up. So right. you know, we've gotta you know, those all are important.
0: Right. What would you say, you know, as you talk about leading up and managing up and you know, making that impact. I know that in the next couple of years, what by 2025, 75% of the workforce is going to be millennials um, and younger. So now we're going to have some new leaders who are just stepping into their leadership role, whether it be supervisor, manager, director, and so on. What is that first set of advice or tips that you would give that new leader coming in on how to really use that power of influence? Good
2: question. Oh the first tip gosh, I think the first tip is again to know yourself uh, And to know what you can influence. That's always why I think that's probably my first tip with anybody with anything um, Particularly a leader is to know what you're coming into mm-hmm. So before you start to look at the people around you and whether they're old and young or whatever that dynamics are You really need to know who you are and what you're bringing to the table and how you can influence and then stand on that um, and then, as you start to try to influence behaviors, the environment, the culture, the people, whatever you're trying to influence, you'll understand based upon what you can do. And then you have to go and start connecting with others because you, right. you know, hey, can't I, I can't do it by myself. But <laughs> I know this is you cute. gotta connect. So yes. I think the first thing I would say is understand yourself and know what you're what you're capable of doing and in your influence and then start to connect with those that can help you make the changes that you think as a leader needs to be made within that organization. Um, the second thing I would say is once you know yourself and the power of influence, then even before you connect, you really need to know the, the, the environment that you're leading. Um, and so as, as millennials um, understand that they're stepping into an environment that's been led by traditionalists or baby boomers right. and behind them, Comes another two sets of, of generations, right? So they have, they're, they're dealing with these four or five different generations of thoughts and processes. So before you start to get too much farther, you need to know what that climate is and what's, what that makeup is. So know the mixture, the diversity mixture, obviously, um, and then start to connect. Right? Right. So I think those things, it helps to breathe that gap.
0: Yeah, and building those relationships are huge and also learning about how generations work together, with different cultures and their inner generations work together as well. Um, you know, that reminds me of Essence Learning Generational Differences course. Yes. Please, listeners, go out there and go to essencelearning.net to learn more about the courses that we've talked about today, such as Essence of Respect, as well as Generational Differences, um, because with our Change Generations, it's gonna be huge to learn how to work together in a cohesive environment, right? Um, so I just want to do some uh, last question, and we'll do a kind of a round table okay. with that as well. Um, give us some last parting words, what you would share with our listeners about turning your influence into inspiration.
2: Mm, nice. Turning my influence into inspiration. Am I going first? I just yes, of, of, of course. Or <laughs> <But> you cheese, <laughs> know how like, yes. <laughs> yes,
0: yes, because you're very I, I inspirational.
2: Think, I think what, 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 you know, I'm going to steal from you guys. I think what you were saying initially is that you're looking for people that you trust, that to show up as their authentic self, that you can respect. So you can't inspire anyone if they don't respect you, trust you, or, or. Um, Um, or or really want, think that you're authentic. You know, who who are you? Where are you? So I think my last parting words is really where we started. You know, you gotta be authentic, you gotta be trustworthy, and you've gotta be, uh, own the fact that you have the power of influence, and you wanna use that power for good. Mm -hmm. Um, And you've gotta learn and grow within yourself over and over, and remake yourself over and over again. You gotta be willing to do that, to be an effective influencer. So
1: that's kind of where I, I think that. okay. Great, Jeannie? Wow, to come after that. <laughs> I think for me, um, it's a great question to ask. It's to be determined in some aspects. Just listening to all of the awesome feedback that I've heard from Valerie tonight will allow me to do a self-assessment. I, I think I know how I show up. I want to believe that I, I'm showing up and I'm asking permission to lead. And that I have earned the respect um, but a self-assessment is important mm. and so my mm-hmm. part yes. of words would be you know back to Ms. Valerie's point in regards to okay know who you are and what you are capable of awesome. and what value value you can bring self-assess awesome. and I right. think that
0: self-assessment will allow us to calibrate yeah. and recalibrate yeah. yeah that's great that is great because I was thinking about, Jenny just gave me an idea, I'm going to go home and write down characteristics of those leaders of influence and then really circle, you know, what are those characteristics that I feel like do well, what I need improvement on, um, what I need training on as well. I think that's always a great right, exercise too. to do and to reevaluate yourself. Um, but, you know, I just want to leave with, when I think about influence and inspiration, I always think about what am I leaving behind In mm-hmm. the word proud. Would people be proud of what I've done? Um, Would my parents be proud of what I've done um, to be a leader and to leave that that inspiration behind in the world? So I always think about that, what impact am I making? Um, Would people want to follow in some of my
2: footsteps with the leadership skills I have? I'll definitely stop with this and say I'm very proud of both of you guys. I really are stepping into the space here. Um, I'm, I'm excited that, you, that we're having this opportunity uh, to to share, but I don't want uh, us to leave tonight without me saying thank you and how proud I am of, of where you guys have grown. Since Essence has really started, I've seen the steps that you've taken uh, to be an influencer, to be that leader. Uh, to assess and to grow, and i'm 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 loving it. So oh, thank, you. thank you all so much for for this opportunity, but thank you all for being the leaders that you are. you show you do show up as leaders. In, in both situations oh, and I, I, am, I am very proud.
0: <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you for those words. It's all about the leadership. It's all about, it's the all about leadership. Leadership. Yes, ma'am. We thank you. Well, I think this comes to an oh, end oh, of our I time. I know, me either, but I want to thank our listeners for taking an essence of your time today <laughs> to listen to our Essence Learning Perspective podcast. You know, we would love to hear information from you. So please visit EssenceLearning.net. There is a contact page where you can of course contact us for any information or to learn about today's training that we've mentioned um i want to give a thank you to jeannie as well as to valerie for your words of inspiration today um and we hope that our listeners join us for our next podcast so thank you listeners awesome. thank, you.
1: thank you thank you for joining perspectives a podcast by essence learning llc essence learning is your solution to personal and professional development We partner with our clients to develop a learning strategy that will increase productivity, enhance performance, and align with their purpose and goals. For more information visit us online at essencelearning.net or call us at 1-877-657-5755.